Welcome to Business and Beauty, the podcast for all things entrepreneurship and pageantry. Nancy Wynn Lyles provides personal insights as a small business owner and pageant girl. Whether you want to start your business or be a part of the pageant community, we're sure that you'll find something here to help you connect with confidence. Welcome back to Business and Beauty with your host, Nancy Wynn Lyles. Today we have a special guest who is serving as Mrs. Nevada Petite. I'm so excited to invite this Brazilian beauty queen to our podcast because she specializes in makeup artistry. And what she does is she helps people throughout the U.S. who are going through chemotherapy to look and feel their best. And she also offers virtual makeup training. Please welcome Mrs. Nevada Petite's Lugielli. All right. Well, ladies, please help me welcome Lugielli. She is Mrs. Nevada Petite. Welcome. Hi, Nancy. Thanks so much to having me. Yes, it is really hot in North Carolina today. Is it hot over there? Oh, yeah. I'm in Las Vegas. It's always hot here. (laughs) Love it. I would take this over snow. I lived in Chicago five years, but I think I'm a southern girl with love for heat. Yeah, I lived in Wyoming for uh, two years and a half. It's completely different of Nevada. Wow, Wyoming to Las Vegas. Well, and before that, Brazil. So that's even more different. Yeah. From Brazil to Wyoming, and from Wyoming to here. I remember my first day arriving in Wyoming was January, and uh-huh. it was so much snow. And I look at from the window to the from the airplane, and I I started laughing. I said, "Is this Wyoming?" And then it was so much snow, and like I never had seen snow because in Brazil we have snow sometimes, but it's nothing like that. And in, mm-hmm. like in South. It, not in my city. I never saw ice snow. So it was like so much snow. I mean, oh my God, what did they do? <laughs> my parents came from Vietnam to North Carolina in the summer. So June, that was a better transition than yours because you go from no snow to <laughs> so much snow was like, I, I arrived in New York, but in New York in the week I was there, didn't have so much. So it was like, oh, it's not so cool. But Wyoming was like, <laughs> I can't wow. describe my feeling. I just remember asking for the lady in the airplane. I said, is this Wyoming? And she said, yes. And I mean, like, oh, my God. I just did that. Oh, my God. <laughs> the mo- mountains, we was uh, flying up to the mountains and it was so much snow, so much snow. But I love it. I love it. My first and second year, I love it. It's not. Then when it starts past the second year and a half, and I mean, like, eh, <laughs> that's a hard life. Yes, shoveling and cranking your, oh, my goodness, I can't imagine. But when you were in Brazil, I I saw that you, I guess you grew up there, right? And you did, did you do missionary work in Brazil? Yes, I I grew up there. And have a moment of my life. I always was involved with uh, community service. I always made a lot, like as teacher, I did a couple different things. And then I had a very hard moment in my life. And somebody said for me, hey, why you don't 
become a missionary with us, uh, come to the project, let me know better. And I went, and I love it. I love it so much. And then I started, I remember I went in a room and said, wow, this room is so cool. Could it be a really nice dance class here, have a dance class here? And then the pastor said, can you do it? I mean, like, I'm not a ballerina. And he said, I think you know something about a dance. I said, I know something. And then we start to have a dance class there. I gave a dance class and theater, do you know, play. And it was amazing, amazing experience for... So you basically taught these kids in poor and dangerous neighborhoods. You taught them how to dance. That's just a really good way to express yourself. Yeah. It was, the goal was to uh, take them off ho- from homes and streets. Sometimes mm-hmm. in the homes, they are getting raped or they are getting spanking between mm-hmm. parents, sisters, brothers. So the, or in the streets, have a lot of kids that was like 10, 12 already involving themselves with the traffic. The goal of the project is make them stay far away from this uh, situation as much as we could. Sometimes some kids will sleep with us in our home. Sometimes... We just give it as much time as we could for the kids don't be in teenagers, don't be on the street or at home. What that means. Wow. Did that inspire you to go into serving as an art teacher? I become a teacher. I was mm-hmm. around 16. I started in the school and I become a te- teacher with 18, very early. Then I was an art wow. teacher and physical education teacher most of my time. Then I stopped work with teach, uh, kids and I become a realtor and didn't work for me. Working for a while, but we have the called the bubble in Brazil that nobody was selling. I got five months without selling any apartment and was really bad. And then I got depressed. Then uh, my church, my psychology, they showed me this project and was what cured me. So I went to the project. And when I left the project, I was a special needs teacher. That's amazing. Now, your experience as an art teacher, it looks like that has come into action. As an adult, you've become a makeup artist in the United States. You're helping people in chemotherapy. What a transition. How have you been doing all that through COVID? I love help people. If I see someone needed, it's something my husband made it as a study about me, and he said it's my personality. I forgot now the name of my personality, but it's something that I have to help people. You know, I like this. Is is I prefer don't do it. So doesn't matter when, doesn't matter with what. I just gonna do it. If I see someone needing money to pay a class, I'm gonna pay a class for them. If I see someone that is hungry, I'm gonna give it uh, food. If I see, I'm gonna do something clean a home, I'm going to do it. For me, the COVID actually was really easy to help people because I have so much people needing that was insane and actually put me in a really sad situation because I couldn't help everybody. So I started to like, uh, search for friends that have more money and things like that for help more people because we think the COVID was 
hard because I saw so many people needing so much and I wanted to help every, everyone, but I couldn't, I can't, I'm not rich yet. Have you been able to see some patients that are going through chemotherapy to help with makeup? Have you been doing that during this time? No, or I have just stopped it. And I talked with looking good, feel better. They also stop it. They are making just online. So they don't need uh, many more makeup artists because it's all online now. They cannot have it like this contact with people looks like. But it's very sad. I hope it comes back next year, list in January, something like that. So yeah, I'm not giving any makeups for now. Not even for mine. But you're building your website. I <laughs> love your website. Yes. Tell us about this new well, it's not really new. You're really just taking all the talents you have and putting to your business. Tell us about your new website that's coming. I, I just look at like for this time, like oh nobody wants makeup, nobody's going to parties. What are they gonna do? I mean like do you know what? I'm gonna invest in me. I'm gonna learn more, study more and I'm gonna start to build a name. I decided to make my website. You know, you helping me. Thank you so much. And I, I want to be knowing. I'm using this time where I don't have many clients now to make people know me. I'm making videos. I didn't post yet, but I'm making videos for teach makeup and for when everything passes, when we have this vaccine and people start to go party again, start to having the weddings again, I'm going to have more clients looking for me you know they can know me I don't I don't want to like start when it's everything better already and then it start from the beginning so it starts now and then people can know me better and start make the searches and know what I do and see if it's I am the makeup that you wanted for the wedding day yes well I'm gonna tell you in the last 48 hours we have booked four makeup clients and we're also doing a wedding this month and we did one last week too. Here, things are beginning to look a little better and I'm telling you this because it's beginning to happen. Weddings are happening and people are booking their makeup now and if you have your website up and people are finding you, you're going to have your books full very yeah, soon. Yeah, so thanks, thanks to the <laughs> website, I got two clients for November it, it's starting to come. It's not like it was before, like every weekend we have it, but it's, it's something coming. I made some makeups in July for the weddings. I traveled to Seattle to make it, a makeup there. And some people are doing. <laughs> it's not that great because we should wait a little more, but I understand that the life has to continue, right? Do you have a hashtag you've made for all your work yet? No, I should. I think I'm going to put hashtag Lugeli Prensa probably. Yeah. Good idea. Yes. Hey, you know what? Let's start now. I'm going to put it in your show notes. So now you have All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. L-U-D-I-E-L-I-P-R-O-E-N-C-A. That's your hashtag. And I would say right now. When you're posting any pictures or videos, go ahead and hashtag it. Because today when I booked one of our new clients, she said, does the makeup artist have an Instagram? And I said, yes. I gave her the hashtag and then she booked right away. It's really important for people to see your work when you're an artist, right? When you're a makeup artist, hair artist, 
going forward, starting today and going through next year, it's going to be L-U-D-I-E-L-I-P-R-O-E-N-C-A. Hashtag. And that's the same as your website. Yes. Yes. It's the same for everything. With my, when I do wedding hair, I get so nervous because I say, well, you only get one chance to get it perfect because they can't come back tomorrow to get it fixed. We say in Portuguese, (laughs) I don't know how to say in English, but we say in Portuguese, the bride is sagrado, sagrada. How can I say that? It's like he is blessed, you know, you can't mess up with that. It's something from the heaven. You can mess up with that. So you have to. Your time has to be perfect and everything has to be perfect because the bride gonna be have a photographers uh, check pictures of any angle, all the angles from her, yeah. flash enough flash and she can be late, she can be nervous. It's so many things going on. I really like it. When I have a bride, I treat her like a queen, more than a queen, an angel oh, and yeah. everything has to be perfect. So it's because it's I offer this study. I normally, when I have a bride, I have three meetings. One for we have a talk, then I can take some pictures, one that they're going to give you the study about her, and one in the the big day. Ooh, Mm -hmm. full service. I pray. The night before I do a bride hair, I say, Lord, help guide my hands, my heart, my timing. I just want him to take control over my whole day so I can perfectly style her hair. Yes. (laughs) Everybody wants to be perfect in a party but a bride yeah. you have to have very extra uh, attention in everything because she has to be beautiful in that first hour in the last four hours and in 30 years when she look at that picture she has to look beautiful it's still looking beautiful it is a hard job but it's so yeah. cool <laughs> as a missus and a beauty professional is this a reason why you found the Mrs. USA Petite organization? Mm, I don't know. I was looking in the Facebook and showing the Mrs. Petite. I love it because I am a petite. Then I've been like, what? <laughs> then I look at for more. I made more search. But I never made a pageant. It was my first time. And then we grew up in like in a very poor neighborhood and everything. So with us, these types of things wasn't like very real for us. And my daddy didn't let us. And then I made my application. And when Jenna told me I won, I mean, that's so cool. And I got so excited. Then after that, I mean, like, if this is a scam or something. So I started like bother her and it went in the Instagram. I'm talking with Jenna. You know this person I said for uh-huh. in the Instagram, you know, and they said, Yes, I know this person. I'm like, okay. So that's real. <laughs> then I talk with everyone. Yeah. yeah. Because I made my search to see because I saw the videos in YouTube, but I didn't know if it, that one exactly that person I was talking was someone that was part of the company. Joining a pageant is applying for a job, and you did the right thing on researching and asking questions. And it's like any company you would apply for. You're going to do research. You're going to get referrals and ask questions. So you're definitely taking the right step. I always was by myself, so I have to take care of myself. So I did that for have sure everything was right. I wasn't being tricked or something. But I love it, which I got so cocky in the day. <laughs> I mean, the whole week I can make the, you know, the buy with the hand for my husband. Every time I see him, I mean, like, like I miss, you know. 
<laughs> and then he said, so happy you won, but hold like he, yourself. I can't uh, deal with yourself, with you now. I can't deal with you now because I was like already looking my dresses. Already, oh my God, I got crazy in the first week. Then I calmed down. <laughs> I'm just excited. Are you flying to Chicago for your pageant? Or are you driving? We're gonna fly. Okay. Yeah. 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 We like it. we love it driving. We went from Las Vegas to Washington in July driving, but we thought about it, uh, Chicago, and it's something that I have to be like not tired and ready, and everything has to go well. I believe. We're gonna fly to make it easier. It's exciting, and I bet you the makeup skills that you have under your belt is just gonna be coming in handy when you come to USA Petite. I I think my makeup will be okay. I hope so. <laughs> yes. I really wanted the offer for the girls for I gave some makeup for them mm-hmm. and some help, but I don't know how gonna work there. And I'm afraid if I promise someone I'm gonna make the makeup, mm-hmm. and then something happened there, and I can't. It, I think pageant is almost like a wedding day <laughs> for the girls, so I can't mess up with someone. So if I could understand how we work there better, I could like give it makeups for the girls, you know, call someone to my room and help. But I'm a little scared. I, I would like it to have more information how it's going to be our day, and then maybe I can put you there in the group for, hey, girls, I, I can make some makeups. Let's help each other, you know? Yeah. Or, you're right. I think it is very much like a wedding day, just the preparation and the outfits and planning. I think what's different with the Mrs. Division is we we have been married and we've been through that day, that special day. And I think a lot of that training with getting ready for a wedding translates to the pageant world. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. But, whew, it's a lot of preparation. The yeah. wedding day is no joke. It is a lot into it. <laughs> I'm going to have my party for my wedding just next month. Next month, no, next year, sorry. And my wedding was going to be in March 24. And I mean, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> in the same day of the pageant. And I mean, thank you, God, I didn't have booked nothing yet. It was easy. But with the date we separate for the wedding, I just said for my husband, at a party can't be the March 24th. <laughs> I know. So, Some of our brides have moved out next year. Some brides have just gotten married and said they throw the party next year. COVID has not helped with wedding planning with many people. <laughs> no, no. Well, suppose for we go to Brazil this year and oh. have our party there first, but nope. <laughs> I think you're adorable. I cannot wait to meet you soon. And now that you have your hashtag, we all need to follow you and see your work and see your makeup skills. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's right. Please do it. Absolutely. And it's going to be in your show notes. And we're going to place your website there, too, because your website is beautiful. I know you've worked really hard on it. So I can't wait for people to visit it. And with makeup artistry, I know one of my favorite makeup artists, Liz Everett, she's a pageant makeup artist. She gave me a virtual lesson during COVID, during the whole pandemic lockdown. Yeah, if you go to my website, have a makeup class that you can book. Um, now, I, I'm not going to let people book directly in the website. So, has to talk with me first, see yeah. what is the goal of the person. Then, 
I can prepare better. But yeah, in my website, I have a virtual class because I have so many people asking me, hey, can you help me? Can you teach me? I have two students already, but those are in Las Vegas. Actually, I have three. The other didn't book yet, but I have two that are already booked. But they're going to come in my studio. I have a studio here in my home, so they're going to come. So they're going to make a review and everything after for how I teach. But I put in my website for online classes, and I think we work very nice. As soon as I start uh put my website to work better, it's because I have some things that I didn't finish yet because I didn't, I didn't show it everyone yet. So, mm-hmm. Well, I hope our listeners visit because to offer virtual makeup training, that is the ticket right now. So I'm excited. I've done it once over the break, and it was helpful because... Sometimes people can teach you a better way of doing things. As we get older, we our skin changes, everything changes. To have a professional like you to teach us is very helpful. Yes, our image. I agree. And I teach a type of makeup that, and I make a type of makeup that's not YouTube or something like this. It's very, very personalized. I look for the person. I make all the study of the face, and it's not. Oh, let's make it this eyeliner like everybody does. No, you have a type of eye. You are unique. So we're going to make makeup for you, not for somebody else. Is this type uh, of job I offer? And I think is the key because everybody now know how to apply some makeup, but they don't know the difference of the faces and how important it is to improve your own beauty, not somebody else's beauty. Your Well, there you have it, ladies. Mrs. Nevada Petite. If you need virtual makeup training, please visit her website, which is in the show notes. And now we can follow your hashtags. Thank you so much for your time today and sharing your gifts with us. Thank you, Nessie. Thanks so much. We will see you on Instagram. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate your time. If you enjoyed this episode, post a sweet review and visit us on Facebook and Instagram with Sweet Tea Nancy. For specific links related to this episode, check out the show notes. Now, go be the change, be the light.